But um, all right, we're starting up, and you know, it's time to tell people what is going on. So, what is good, everybody? Uh, last minute stream because I was somewhat, uh, for the most part, bored. And what what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring back the debate series, change my mind, anime edition. Now, if you don't know what change my mind is, it's a very famous debate type platform. Um, made by forgot the guy's name, but what he used to do is he, he used to go to public areas, college campuses, and put something very controversial out there and ask those random people to change his mind. A lot of them did not do a good job, a lot of them got heated, but it was very entertaining content. So I made a version of that, but anime, well, way less heated. You know, we're we chilling, we're not getting heated by any means. So that's what we're doing here. We got this is the third episode, so to speak, of Change My Mind, and probably I want to start probably bringing this out again. Probably try to get one every so often. Um, just gotta have a good enough topic, and you know, to get these rolling. So um, today we're gonna be talking about who is the best side character, who is the better side character, Itachi from Naruto or Farnese from Berserk. And the person debating on behalf of Itachi is myself. And then the person debating on behalf of Farnese, he can go ahead and introduce himself. Yo, what's up? My name's Kaisen. Oh, uh, that's basically it. <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, all my Twitter at Kaisen. All right, all right. Well, yeah, uh, this should be a pretty good time overall. Um, you know, we're going to be debating, and we'll see if we eventually end up agreeing by the end of it. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get things started. Change My Mind Anime Edition. Barney's versus Atachi, the better side character. So, um, right. yeah, do you, you want to go first? Ah, uh, you can go first. Well, I go first. All right. So, when it comes down to it, um, first, the thing to note is when it comes to a side character, they are not part of the main cast, I would say. So, like, obviously, this doesn't include the protagonist, but it also doesn't include the main antagonist and the main side characters. I consider them kind of their main characters. They're not really side characters. So in Naruto, that would be Kakashi, Sasuke, and Sakura would not all be considered side characters by any means. Um, so that's why, you know, Itachi would be the perfect candidate. And arguably, some people say he's the best, um, that's a ring character in his own series and the story behind Itachi and everything that came, came with Itachi is, uh, it speaks for itself, so to speak. So that is the first thing that we like to get cleared is what is a side character there. And so everybody's kind of on the same page. Make sense. Yeah. All right. So first things first, Itachi is far knees so um i like to start with this what is it about far knees let me ask you a question what is it about far knees that makes her a good character like what yeah that's basically where we're going to start off 
Uh, what makes Farnese a good character is her development throughout the story of Berserk, through the Conviction arc, the Millennium Falcon, and now Elfhelm. But that's but Elfhelm's still going on. What's Conviction and the Million Falcon arc? Farnese was a confused, scared girl. Well, a confused, scared girl in a society where people didn't care about her. And only cared about themselves and something to grab to because in Berserk, the world was shit. I'm just gonna say that. They had a religion called the Holy See religion. The Holy See is basically the equivalent of Christianity in our world. Farnese was drunk on the religion in the religion in Berserk. She had no self-esteem had no character to her and it, it was displayed by chapter one, 170 170 no it's around 170 150 right she was possessed by an evil spirit and you would have to have a strong will to fight back an evil spirit she didn't have that she didn't she got possessed the first thing when it touched her and then it tried to I can't say it on YouTube, but it did some quote unquote sexual things, right? Farnese, right. after meeting Guts, start questioning her whole identity, her whole religion, her whole everything about her. And throughout the story, she changed from somebody who basically got off of basically hurting others. She used to burn people at the stake. She used to self-flaturate herself. That basically self-flaturate means to whip yourself on this was used in the medieval times for religious people to basically say, hey, if you stray away from faith, from faith in God, you gotta whip yourself. Right? She changed from that to somebody who's reliable, who can see the truth in the world, who can make her own opinions on things, and who can help out her group. She had a, a found change. She's one of the biggest reasons why the group got to Elfham. One of the biggest reasons they even discovered even discovered Elfham was existed. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you make a lot of good points, but um, but it seems like to me like the most important thing when it comes when it comes to Farnese is um, definitely her development because that's like the first thing you mentioned and how she was this you know this person initially who was a religious devout and transitioned after meeting guts to somebody you know completely different, completely very Ooh. helpful. Um, which, hey, that's good. For me, when I'm judging a character, I have three criteria. I feel like these three criteria, if you hit these three criteria, um, this is how you would define a good, bad, average character. This is the three that I came up with, and I feel like it kind of works for every scenario. And first, you know, one of them is the most obvious one, and this is the one that people use 
always when considering if a character is good or not, and they just use this one, but it is important, so we're not going to diminish it. And that's character development. Um, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. You know what character development is? Is a character... How the character changes throughout the story. Yeah, developing, changing. I mean, it doesn't even have to be changing, like, outly. It just has to be developing some way through from the story itself. Um, they, they can't stay the same when they first was met. Yeah, the story has to make some type of impact on the character. You know, character development. Pretty easy, pretty self-explanatory. Um, so that's one of the criteria, but not the only one. So my two other criteria, one of the other criteria is how well the character fits their themes of their own of the uh of the story itself i'm not going to say their own story well i guess it's like their own story because they're in the story so how do they how well they fit their the themes of them um of the story themselves based on the themes of the story and their role in the story um this is mostly important for protagonists because they're the one they're the central focus ones when it comes to the story and main characters um like the biggest knock on Naruto, for example, even though he is a good protagonist, is people believe he doesn't fit the themes of his own story. So that is why people, you he know, that as an argument to say that he wasn't very great. Yeah, they use that as a you know way to criticize him as a protagonist and put him below other type of protagonists because he doesn't fit this specific criteria. So. What it's very important as you can see if people can use it in argument. So fitting your theme, fitting themes in the story, character development, and last and certainly not least, and probably one of the most over under like underappreciated ones because nobody talks about it, but it's really important because there's no other reason why we'd be caring about this character. Entertainment. Entertainment value. If the character is not entertaining based on what they're doing, what they mean to the story, then they're not a good character. Because at the end of the day, you're writing this story to entertain people enough to be invested into the story. You know, there could be you could have other like uh, things you want to do with the story, such as teach people things. First and foremost, this type of media, anime, manga, comics, movies, it's entertainment. The characters need to be entertaining somehow in order to be a good character. If they're not entertaining to, at the very least, most people, then it's hard for most people to say they're a good character. No matter how well they fit their themes, no matter how much character development they have, if they're not entertaining. Um, prime example for me is Deku. Um, the most recent chapter, not going to even talk about that, but he fits his themes well. Development is iffy, but the biggest critique I have for Deku is he's not entertaining. He's not entertaining when he's on screen. He's not entertaining when I read about him. The most entertaining parts of it, the My Hero story seems to me when literally anybody else is on screen. So that is a problem if you're the protagonist of the story. So those are my three kind of criteria when judging a character. So what what do you think about those first and foremost? Do you agree? Right, disagree? So the, first, so the first two are right. Character development and what what's the second one? I kind of forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, uh, you got to fit the themes of the story. Oh yeah, you got to fit the themes of the story. 
entertainment is a little iffy, but I can see people see why people could see like, oh yeah, it's still entertainment. And if she's if somebody's not entertaining, why is she there? What's her purpose? All that. But I agree with all of it. Okay. It's, the only one I really don't is basically entertainment. All right. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but you know, so we can use this properly. You know, I want. What is it about the entertainment part? Do you think is kind of iffy? Obviously, um, like if you're thinking that it's just subjective, at the end of the day, kind of, uh, that is valid in some way. But if an entertainment is something that can be assessed. Because obviously people won't buy, watch, read, or anything. They don't like the story. So, what do you? What do you? Why? Why, why are you kind of holding back on entertainment? Uh, because entertainment does not equal character development. Because character development, the biggest thing, right? Entertainment is has nothing to do with character development. It's its own criteria. Yeah, so but it's themes like... don't have nothing to do with character development. And they're all their own thing. Character development, it's its own thing. He's, that's why I said there's three char- criteria. Not just If it's just one, then it's just character development. But I think there's three, and I feel like from every character we judge, those we though all three of those are mentioned in some way. So the reason why I don't think entertainment is because when you're writing a story, right, the author introduced the character for reasons that are unknown to character, unknown to people. They, so it's a basically, like you said, it's subjective because the the author can write the character as entertaining as he can, and the author can write the character as least entertaining as he can, and people can judge it by how much they like the character because preferences. It may like them because of how they look. They might like them. I what disagree with does. a part of that. Um, real quick, I disagree with a part of that. A character will never write a character to be not entertaining. That is just make that's counterproductive. Uh, yeah, but that's 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 an example. But well, well yeah. it can't be an example if there is no real like examples. Like, sure, they'll write some one-off, non-important character. Like, I guess actually, I guess you can. Like, you know, you write that one character that is meant for you to dislike and hate. They have no entertainment value. For example, Augustus from Black Clover. Like they're meant to not be entertaining. They're meant to not be liked. So in that sense, I would agree. But for the most part, the characters that matter, I don't. I don't think the author ever had a you know the thought. Yeah, I'm gonna write them to not be entertaining. Yeah, uh, I can see. I can see your points now. I can see your point. Yeah, because. There's like, when it comes to entertainment, it's not one single thing. Like, you can have a character that's entertaining because they're an entertaining hero. They're entertaining because they're a gag character, because they have the role of gag character. They're entertaining because they're a really good antagonist, i.e. Meruem, i.e. Pain. So they're entertaining because they fit their role so well that you you love when they're on screen. You love when they're doing what they're doing. If you enjoy that character's presence and what they're doing in the story, you're getting entertained by that character. Mm. You kind of get, get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I get you. I get you. Yeah, so, like, would you say you 
like Farnese when she's on screen, when she's doing what she's doing when she's on screen? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then there's probably characters in Berserk that when they're on screen, you probably don't care about them. You go like, bro, just get this guy off screen, move on. You know, that either boring or you just don't like. Uh, yeah, um, it's a Cedro. Not saying all these Cedro friends out there, not saying he's a bad character. But sometimes, but the gag, but they like the comedy relief moments be killing the theme, be killing them. His character, <laughs> one time, one second he's serious and all, like yeah, I'm about to be a good swordsman, yeah, and all that. Next second, him and Puck is just playing around. It's like they, it in Berserk, everybody could die. There is no plot armor. There's no, oh yeah, man, I'm a, I could die. I'm not gonna die by because I'm a main character. No, you could die. We saw the we saw how the eclipse was. Exactly, exactly. Oh, and so, but he feels like he's just plot convenience. He's only there for guts. He doesn't feel as like a character. I mean, like like we said before, entertainment is subjective. But you you always try to make a character that has enough entertainment value that fit and fits in the story well enough. Um, that's why there's tropes that writers follow because they know they will be entertaining the moment they're on screen i.e the edgy characters they will always be entertaining like that is a fact they will always be entertaining the badass edgy characters will always be entertaining so you know so you just gotta know what you're doing um i really honestly i really can't think of an edgy badass character that's not entertaining like so, uh, I could low key say Kaneki, but nah, he was entertaining. Yeah, his entire me. story was. Oh, it was too edgy. It was too edgy. I'm like, it it caused a lot of people to do a lot of things on in, on the internet that was questionable at times. Hey, that's but not his, his fault. That's the fan base. <laughs> Don't blame the character with, for the fan base's problems. You know what I'm saying? So and like yeah, yeah. He was too edgy for me. Like characters that are edgy or like dark, they should always at least have at least one likable quality about them. Like let's say guts, he's a good person. More is he does he, things that are he does. Is he a good person? Well, he well he doesn't. He won't kill you just because he wants to kill you. No, can't Connick. He won't do that either. Yeah, but like. I mean, like he won't do things just because for his, for his like, you know how Griffith was like for his like. Um, well, Griffith is a villain, so you know. But like in the beginning of the Golden Age arc, he wasn't. But like, no, he was a villain the entire time. He had the antagonist qualities from the beginning. Like let's, let's yeah, he did. He, he had glimpses of it, but we saw how he how he was as a human. How he was a good person. He was never bad. It was just that he I was put in a situation where. Alone good person he's he was, a person that will take advantage of people yeah to get but what he wants he, he's a good antagonist because we saw how he was and he was put under a situation where would you would you not choose ultimate power for your dream i can't move my body and plus i can't have my dream if i can't move my body well, i mean the reason why he was put that put in that situation in the first place is because of stuff he did so like I can't really say, like, if I'm in his mindset and I'm doing what he's doing, obviously I'd go down that route. But if I'm not in his mindset, so I'll never be in that situation. I'll never go that far to manipulate people and do something that risky to 
accomplish my dreams because I know how corrupt people are. I'm sure you he knew how corrupt the king would have been, and yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, but, but like hey. I said, with like guts, he was more or left. He had the humanity part of him. Let's just say that he was. He had his faults. Had good. He he was good. He was he was an okay person. At sometimes when he's not pissed off, I would say Ken Kaneki is a better person than uh, than guts. Oh wait, Kampati? Ken Kaneki. He's a better person than guts. Oh yeah. But Guts was put in situations where he didn't have a choice. Like, no, did Ken Kaneki. He, he was put in, you know, how many situations do you put? He had no choice. He constantly had to choose. You look how many situations Guts was put in for against. They were both put in a hundred. I say Guts' backstory hits the most because a lot of things happened, but we're not going to get into Guts' backstory. This isn't like, I mean, that's Guts' that. backstory, but we're talking about all their entire story up until this point. They've both been through a lot. Yeah, they seem a lot. Yeah, but we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna get. Yeah. All right. So I mean, to get back to our uh, main point here, so those are the three criteria we kind of established. What those three? Um. So your main focus with Farnese's development, and I would say you know Farnese's development. There's a lot there because of, you know, where she started and then where, you know, she is now as someone who's reliable, who can use magic now. Um, and although Itachi doesn't have nearly as much screen time, because arguably Farnese is more of a main character than a side character. Um, even despite all that, Itachi still develops. He still has he, character development. So Well, I say that, like, he was... He, we saw his reasonings in a backstory, right? Yeah, but that's still oh, part of his story. Yeah, it's still part of his story, but we didn't see him change as a person. He had all those thoughts in his head, and he was, but he never changed as like a person. He never his ideals. Yeah, some of his ideals changed, but it didn't change. There wasn't a big announced change. We didn't see that change. No, I disagree. I did. I do think we see that we saw that change because the first part, the there's the the change definitely happened in his final moments. So the thing about Itachi is like we know his story, right? Like he was a very he was a kind person throughout his in his uh, childhood, and then he had to choose uh, once he found out that his clan was going to you know revolt against the Leaf Village. And because of Donzo's meddling, he had to choose between uh, the Uchiha his and family. the village. Um, because he want, he didn't because if the Uchiha would have invaded, that would have kickstarted the even bigger war. So there would have been so many casualties because people would have said, "Oh, the Leaf Village is weakened." Then other villages would have intervened. It would have been really, really bad. So Tachi made a choice, and he took out the Uchiha. But left his brother alive, so you know he can repent. But he didn't really tell his brother anything. And then even you know when he, his brother finally took him out, and Itachi kind of saved him still with the Orochimaru stuff. He didn't tell him anything, and didn't say anything. And he just let let Sasuke hate him because of you know how he thought about himself. We fast forward later in the future, and then he actually reveals his emotions to his brother. He actually lets his brother choose 
who he should become and lets him do what he has to do and relies on Naruto to kind of, you know, you know, kind of settle everything. So, I mean, at first, he he, he kind of dictated his brother's path and then um, path. And then afterwards, he let his brother choose. So I definitely think he changed his mindset after learning from his own faults and mistakes because Sasuke did not turn into a good person despite everything Itachi did. So it would, you could argue it would have been better if he just told his brother the truth. So I would say he definitely developed from beginning to end despite having the minimal amount of screen I mean, time. as if, like, he had all, he had the right mindset, but he did it the wrong way. He had all the right things. He did everything that he could. And some were bad, some were good, but he did it for his brother. Those were good motivations. He kept it in his mind. Let me let my brother hate me. So I could die by his hand. He looks he's be, he looks as a hero. The Ochiha clan gets their their honor back because he killed the guy that killed all the Ochiha clan. And an Ochiha killed a traitor of the Hidden Leaf Village. With a dojutsu that is pretty much, I don't know, the sec maybe the second powerful one behind the Renegon. And we're not going to get into Boruto. Renegon, and he didn't know the events. He didn't know the actions that would have caused. All the times that he put Sasuke under Tsukuyomi, all the times that he called him weak, it caused him to change. Like you said, he never, he didn't know, he didn't tell him the truth, so Sasuke didn't turn out to be a good person. In the first place, if he told him the truth, Sasuke would have more likely still, still would have maybe, still been a bad person because of how, how, what he learned. Even, even if Atachi told him everything, right, everything, he would hate the Leaf Village because the Leaf Village hated his family. And yeah, hates, yeah. They so, all so at the end of the day, you're kind of arguing your own points then, because you said he did it. He didn't. He um, you had the right motivations, but he didn't do it the right way. Is what you said initially, but then you argued against yourself because you said even if he would have told him, nothing potentially would have happened anyway. So there was no right way to do it. He just did what he thought was best at the time. So in a situation like that, it's really hard for anybody to really say that he did the right or wrong thing. Um, I don't think he thought so in-depthly thinking that, oh, my brother's going to be a hero. He just didn't want to kill his little brother because he loved his little brother. And he definitely had hated himself. So he thought his brother should be the one to eventually, you know, take revenge for the clan and, uh, you know, commit justice. For uh, in behalf of the Uchiha and for Atachi, uh, so and then eventually he kind of learned his lesson, so to speak. He teamed up, he fought with his brothers hand by hand. He told his brother he loved him, he actually confessed on his wrongs, and he let his brother choose his path that time. So there's an obvious change right there, right there. So that is character development. Mm, his character development, I can see that. Yeah, the story uh, but... changed him. The story developed how we thought, thought and developed how we, you know, what he did. If it didn't, and he wouldn't have told his brother anything, and he just would have just let things be. 
Yeah, but I still think Farnese is a better character because she changed. We saw how she changed. She changed as a complete person. She she basically represented the themes of her of her story arc, character arc. I mean, throughout the conviction in Millennium Falcon and early going to the Elf on on the boat part, right? All that tied together. She was a confused little girl who just followed everybody. That was basically a religion. She was a pyromaniac who got off, if y'all know what I mean, by by people burning. That ain't a good person. That's not a good person. That's that's disgusting. She didn't yeah. have anybody, and Serpico knew all of this, and he did nothing. Let's leave him alone, right? But then when she met Guts, she saw all these bad things that her religion never said was supposed to be true. Never said. And then, throughout times, she went, then she took the leap of faith, right? Because after the battle with Mosgis, she took the leap of faith. After Guts bodied Mo- well, beat Mosgis, and basically killed everybody because they didn't run. He, they, he, she ran, and I like this moment from Guts. Right? He, he said this: "Don't pray, because if you pray, your hands are together, and if you can't do that, you can't hold your sword. You can't defend yourself." That's how I interpret it. She had a block of wood and fire because they were fighting evil spirits and evil spirits and all those all those things. But that's like a lot of topics we can get into later. But he's when how he interpreted as you can't let people other you can't let things help you in a way. It's like I gotta interpret it better. You can't stand there and do nothing. Can't you can't be praying because you saw how people was. You saw how the people, how they were praying. They didn't survive. You have to pick up what you have and do what you can. And then throughout that change, she went with Guts. And then she started to have, then she, Guts told her to protect Casca. Casca, the potato girl, the girl that was Guts' lover. We had, she developed into the caretaker of Casca, and then, remember when Guts had the berserker armor, the first time Guts had the berserker armor, she and Casca was the main reasons that he stopped, What like he, like he just got, he snapped out of going berserk, he was Real not about to, Real um, I think one thing we both can say at this point, because, like, I'm not saying Itachi has better character development than Farnese. I am saying he's a better character, but not saying he has better development. But I think we both can agree that Farnese has better development. I mean, considering he had way more screen time and her story. So, in theory, a better char- so in theory, a better character should mean her, her relevance in the story, right? No. So, the thing about um, the character development. Is yes, she gets points for that. Um, as in terms of how relevant a character is to the story, uh, that is not really a strong point because when it comes to relevance, like how much they impact the story itself. And Did I Itachi guess you can use that as a point, but both Itachi and Farnese impacted the story greatly. 
Um, but I'm like, should I? Let me think about it. Impact. I don't really consider impact a character thing because, for example, Kaguya impacted her story way more than a lot of people. But are we saying Kaguya is a great character? No. So no. all those points, all because her her development and all and how the situation was, she didn't do much. The only good things was relevant. I'm not going no. to take away her relevance on the story. No, I'm not saying it does, but I don't think impact is has anything to do with being a good character. Because I think a per, when a, when you're writing a story, you can put in any device to impact a story to move it forward. So I don't think character impact on what goes on in the story is that um big. But I mean, I guess I guess I really can't say that because I, I don't know pain obviously impacted naruto and interact impacting other characters is very important but i st i feel like that goes with themes instead so for character development i would say farnese definitely has more especially considering she's like i said has more screen time than itachi but that doesn't mean that itachi has no character development i think we established that he does despite everything that he you know had to go through but with that said I definitely think Itachi fits the themes uh, way better than Farnese does in their respective stories. Right, sure. So, right, what's her? Th what is Itachi's themes? What is Itachi's themes? Because Farnese's themes is chain and how you should not let yourself be blinded blind by somebody else's opinions. That's basically her theme, because she basically used religion as an opinion to for the things she's doing. Yes or no? I mean, that's I fine, I, but I feel like that's very minuscule compared to the overarching star of Berserk, whereas uh, the thing, the situation with Itachi, um, considering, you know, how important, how impactful, like, the wars in Naruto were, and how it kind of shaped Itachi who he became, and then the fact that the feud between the Uchihas and um, the rest of the Leaf Village and how that was growing over time, and how that, how Itachi was kind of the nail the coffin for that entire story arc and then obviously the theme of hatred and revenge and vengeance and how itachi was tied to that considering that is a direct cause to sasuke's entire plot line so and then eventually he came full circle with the uh with when we found out what itachi was really about what itachi was really you know i feel i'm gonna save that because i feel like that's more with the entertainment value but yeah, I feel like the themes were way more powerful with how Itachi affected the story compared to Farnese. Alright, so for me and Farnese, Farnese had a lot of care had a lot of impact of themes for a lot of different characters, aka Guts and Casca, right? And uh, so did he really have did she really I don't think she really had anything that really uh, she was helping Casca and taking care of her, but she didn't really do anything regarding the themes with Casca itself. Well, she was the per. Well, she was one of the reasons she came back. Yeah, right? that's fine. Because mm -hmm. she she was a friend, but so yeah, you helped your friend. But she was the reasons that pushed her to want to see guts, aka want to see her child. But that's spoilers, right? So, and I say that she helped Guts by how her themes with him and Guts, well, Guts was in, a dark, was in the darkest place for two years, right? 
the whole time skip after the eclipse. He was the Black Swordsman. Coolest name I heard, by the way, right? A really good nickname. He was Agreed. he was he was doing things that were questionable. We saw how the lost children arc was. This man had kid guts in his mouth. We not gonna but we're not gonna talk about that, right? He was in the darkest parts of his life. He 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 was self-destructive. That's what that was the theme of the conviction arc in the Black Sword. Oh yeah, guts. Guts is unquestionable. Guts is He was unquestionable. He was he was, he was, he was def, definitely def, self destructive. Farnese was one of the people, right, that helped guts reconnect with people. Aka but his the group key anyway. to your statement right there is one of. Whereas I even argue she's not even the most important because I argued that witch girl was more important. So, yeah. Yeah, but like, she was one of the people that got one up. Well, without Farnish, Guts wouldn't get to Elfham. That's a fact because how would she get, how would they get to Elfham? Because Elfham was across the ocean. How would they get a boat? No, I would say she's definitely has an impact and she's necessary for the story. But when you compare what she brings and her themes compared to what Hachi brings and his themes of their respective stories, I do think there's a sizable gap between the two. Because mm, I hard, feel like you yeah. can still have the same story like for the most part, without Farnese, whereas you cannot have the same story without Itachi. Well, wait, repeat what you said. I kind of blacked out a little bit. <laughs> I said, I think for the most part, not exactly, but for the most part, I think you can have the same story without Farnese. Whereas, no, wait, no, you can't. No, you can't. Nah, I think you can't. I mean, when it but, comes like, no, down you to can't. it, the like, most like, no, important because. I said because not exactly without, the same, but I do think you can have around the same story with, without Farnese. The Witch Girl, Casca, are definitely the two most important, obviously. Like, we definitely agreed to that. And Farnese had some important moments, but if you kind of, I mean, you, what she learned how to do, anybody can learn how to do. Yeah, but how? But the symbolism of that, of how all that around. Think about it as this: she couldn't see. Puck. You remember when she couldn't see Puck, right? The little elf. She couldn't see him at the beginning. She was yeah. blind by. She was drunk on her religion. Yeah, I believe in this God that's not real, not real. Oh, Whoop de doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't see see this little elf that was in my face, literally touching me, right? And then throughout the story, she changed. She basically, and then she learned magic. Wouldn't that be basically representing her themes of change? Well, how yeah, she you should she you should form your opi- your opinion no, and not we, let, we and already... not wait, and not believe in things and not let things and oh wait. And not yeah, let. we already established that she's developed from a religious zealot to someone who's a little bit more open and free to the world. That's fine. But 
that's it at the same time. Whereas, you know, when it comes to Atachi, we're talking about themes, not development. And when it comes down to it, Atachi, when it comes to like the war that was going on, that and how Atachi was shaped by it and became who we became, despite even being a prodigy, the conflict between the Yachuyas and the Leaf Village, and the entire um, themes of revenge and hatred. All of that ties into Itachi's character and has plays huge dividends for the story as a whole. So compare that to what Farnese brought to this table and themes that she represented, although she does represent I'm not saying she doesn't have themes. I'm just comparing the two. I think it's unquestioned. Yeah, so are you comparing how big the themes are or how, how many showing the themes they have? How big the 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 themes themselves like the importance how of the themes the how themes, the impact how the how impact big the themes the are story. is not really a statement because it's like it's, you don't there's there's no big large small themes it's like the if you're talking about like the impact of the things and what it meant for the story as well as the character then yes that's very important. Well, wouldn't that be in this argument or not? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And then if you compare the two, Itachi's is way, way, way more impactful compared to Farnese. Ah. Ah, you gave me too much to think about. Ah. Your biggest thing is her character development. And everything you mentioned is talking about how she changed and the importance of change. That's one thing, and that's fine, but she doesn't even have the biggest impact in the themes of change itself. So it's Wait, like, what do you mean? She Guts has from the biggest. Person. Guts has the biggest well, impact. Yeah, in the Guts of change. The, well, Guts is the main character, and we ha- and most of the time, we saw his development. We're not going to talk about Guts's development because. AKA, he's the greatest. We're not talking about Guts. Yeah, we're not going to talk about him, right? Yeah, we're he represents change by how how somebody should not let let others' opinions dictate how their their opinions are. He the she and how basically you should not let things ha- you should not wait for things to happen itself. You should do it. You should do it yourself. AKA, remember the scene where. Gus told her, "Don't pray because if you have yeah, your you hands together, the same you're scene, going. though. Yeah, you you said the scene, and I get what you're saying. Change is fine, but like that is it, bro. Because all the other side characters change too. The witch girl changes. The swordsman changes. I, they Whoa, all change. Wait, hey. so the siege changed. Which one's changed? Cedro, the small swordsman. Oh, the little kid. Nah, he he, yeah. he still hasn't changed. I'm just, that's why I didn't mention him. I only talked about the witch girl and the and the and the other swordsman. So you I mean um that little kid is still. So you mean uh? I'm not, not I'm not talking about the little elves either. You mean Serpico? Yeah. Serpico never really changed. He never really changed. He never liked guts because of how dangerous he is, and how he how. How he changed Farnese, but we can't go into him because it's not a cervical story. 
Yeah, right? I mean, to say he never changed and that he changed slightly is two different things. Definitely think he changed. I'm not saying it was a drastic never- change, but it did change. Yeah, he put his, yes, trusting guts, but that's like, but when he's in a berserker arm, he, the trust goes, goes away, so it kind of contradicts it. Not because guts is literally can kill anybody on the spot, <laughs> so that's a valid reason why to be pissed. Well, yeah, he can't even. He but like, can control he, himself. he knows guts won't kill. He, he knows guts won't kill him if he's no, in the right not necessarily. Th- that is why the witch girl has to literally take bring guts out of his berserk armor. Yeah, I mean, might. yeah, I mean, when he's in the when he's in the berserker armor, yeah, that's when like you gotta stay away from him because. He's pit like he's in his own darkness, right? When he's like not angry, he's not trying to literally swing his sword at fast speeds with that's not that's not humanly possible, right? That's when like yeah, that kind of contradicts because you can you can trust somebody when they're not angry, but you should you can't trust them when they're when they're angry. It's like I kind of contradict the term of trust. I'm not sure what you're referring to, but again, um, we're not really talking about him right now. Yeah, we're getting off um, topic. We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. But like, um, like you said, um, you know, we talked about it. Farnese has, you know, pretty good development. Um, you know, pretty, pretty good. You know, changing from a religious zealot to someone a little bit more open to the world. Turning to she, I mean, the biggest way to put it is she, she changed from. A know, scared a little Christian, to... a devout Christian, to someone who is wait, connected uh, wait, I wouldn't to say the a, world. I wouldn't say a devout Christian. I mean, I I'm just giving a, like an outright analogy. I mean, like, I mean, somebody who was you who had who thought God was on their side, who thought God bended to her will, to somebody who didn't had God, but defended herself. Yeah. Be. Devout Christians. A lot of devout Christians think the same way. Um Yeah, I could say that. Yeah, you are right about the devout Christians. Uh devout Christian, but there is definitely some extremes to her, so for sure. Um and and then she turns into someone who's a little bit more open to the world and obviously becomes uh, you know, magician or witch. I forgot what term they use. But a witch, a witch. So yeah, she does change, whereas Itachi also has development. Um you know, someone who was, you know, kind of put all the, uh, what what is the, uh, all the baggage, all the responsibility on his own shoulders, and did what he thought was best in the situation to someone who was way more willing to let other people handle responsibilities, like he let Naruto handle stuff, and then he let uh, Sasuke take his own path. So both have development. I would say Farnes is a bit more, but. Definitely both have development for this, what the story gave them. And then when so, it comes to... Atachi, he has a better theme. So we're one and one, basically. Um, I would say there's a little bit of a gap. I do think Atachi's themes are way more impactful than anything Farnese has. Um, whereas the development thing, I don't think there's as much of a gap. So I, I say Farnese put... is still up there. I say Farnese is better than Atachi. She is. Atachi has development. You you explained it, but I explained her development and how she came throughout multiple character arcs and how she was important. So I say it, Arnie's has got the edge in that. 
Yeah, for double I mean, she definitely got the edge, but I don't think it's as big. I think the only reason why she has more development is because she has more story. Yeah, so, whereas when it comes to the themes, that really has nothing to do with screen time for the most part, and I think Itachi definitely fits his themes way better. Yeah, way more impactful, too, like we talked about before. Um, And then... comes to his entertainment value and you know the story of itachi versus the story of farnese because that goes hand in hand with entertainment um anti like anti like they both started out as antagonists we as definitely antagonists, say we but then they def- turn but itachi turned to a anti well anti-hero well let's go by yeah, steps let's go by steps first them as antagonists i think it's pretty clear to say that as antagonists Tachi has the was way better. Like I think I think we both can say that. Nah. You nah. think Farnese was as good of an antagonist as Tachi? She had a lot of. She wasn't the greatest antagonist, but I say better yeah, than. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about Tachi. <laughs> yeah, but like it's like you have to. She introduced a lot of characters because she was in there as the antagonist. And that has nothing a lot to do of... with her being a good antagonist. That has everything to do with her introducing other characters. That has nothing to do with her antagonist being her antagonist. We're talking her as an antagonist. Antagonist impacts the an antagonist impacts the story, right? Yeah, every the character antagonist impacts the story. Impact but the story, but right? what you're saying is you, she's a good antagonist because she introduces other characters. That is no, not I a mean, reason like, to be a good character. I mean, like. Okay, yeah, you're right. Itachi's better. All right, see, I, a lot of your bias a little get to you right there. There's no way I'm gonna let you agree to that. No way. Um. Okay. So, all right. So when it comes to um, let's say because they both have their own like backstory and you know story of why they became who they became. I would say, considering Itachi's backstory. And why he became who he became was one of the biggest twists of all time in anime at that moment. I'm gonna say Atachi's is far superior than Barney's. What do you think? Uh, it could no, no. You so... think Barney's Atachi had one of the best twists, like the one of the it, best twist, twists of all like... time because of his backstory. Yeah, but like all those things, right? It didn't come back to help. I mean, like, I don't mean this as, like, it didn't come back to help him. As in terms of, like, how he changed from them. Right? I mean, it didn't come back huh? as, like, his story. Uh, holy. Okay. I mean, it was, I just, I his, backstory it, I was constantly, his backstory was constantly repeated throughout the story. So I'm not exactly sure. I mean, mean as if, like, he basically. Came, I feel like you're he, trying to find a reason why to have Barney's backstory better. Hold up, hold up. I gotta think on this. Yeah, I think you're really just trying to find yeah. a reason where you just don't want to just outright, you know, admit it. I can't. Nah, her backstory isn't. Her backstory explains all the things why she was. So does the talk. Why? Yeah, and why she would, why she became, and how how it changed her. And how it affect, affected her. So did it talk to you. 
Yeah. So yeah. So wouldn't so, so wouldn't it be equal? No, because Akashi's backstory was way more impactful and way more meaningful and way more entertaining. Like, come on, it has the bet. It was the best twist, one of the best twists of all time. Come on, it was, but it's like context of the story. But in the context of the story, we can't really say as like wouldn't. So in theory. Atachi's better than nah nah. Let's not ask that question. We don't ask the question I have. But I All say right. they're equal because nah. both both of them impact them and it gave and it gave way to their development. No, you're you're and... overly simplifying it. All right, so if we go into a little bit more detail, we learned that you know Atachi was a prodigy when he was young. We learned that he's a prodigy. And then we learned that he gained his first uh, three Tome Sharangan because something happened in a war. We learned that this little kid was in war, like young, and he was able to already get his, uh, I think, his three Tome Sharangan already. Also, we learned that he was a prodigy that had a Hokage level intelligence as well as part of the Anbu Black Ops. So he's part of a lot of things going on with Hitachi, but there's a lot of moving pieces because there's also the, him being a great brother to sasuke you know the fact that we knew that sasuke hated itachi and we just trying to figure out why this was the case so itachi did all this and then eventually found out the situation that happened with the uchiha and think about doing a coup and we learned about the story about donzo and how he infected everything and that itachi had to take everything on his back to kill every Buddy in his clan. He had to kill everybody in his clan. And that, bro, that, imagine killing your own people, bro. Imagine killing your own people. And then when it came but to his I, father I'm... and his mother, he was he couldn't even do it and he was crying. And then his parents just said, Do what you gotta do. And then he left Sasuke alive. He didn't want to do this. this. I mean, you could argue this wasn't even his fault. He didn't want to do this. Then he hated himself, joined the Akatsuki to spy on them. And then having, and that's how it led into Sasuke thinking who he became and putting Sasuke down that revenge train. And that doesn't even mention Orochimaru and how he played into everything as well. And Datara. So Datara and Orochimaru, they're like, they're, they're, they're psych. Well, I'm not saying a Rochimaru was a psych. Rochimaru is a huge antagonist. He's still important to the story now. He's still important. I don't. I don't like how they did a Rochimaru. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That all that stuff happening and when it happened in the story and how it affected Sasuke and how it affected the fan base. Like, there's no quite. There's very few characters. That has that type of impact, entertainment value, twist, backstory. Like, come on, bro. To say Farnese is on par with that, I, come on. Okay, Tachi. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, Farnese is cool, bro. Man, I'm about, I'm about to get killed on Twitter by multiple Wizard fans. Oh god. Hey, as long, I mean, you don't have to tell them. You don't have to tell them. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, but I mean, if you're being honest, then yeah, obviously. But I don't. I feel like 
for the most part, when it comes to Berserk fans, like I would admit, Guts, like people argue Guts is the greatest protagonist and have a legit argument. You know, he Guts is, is not. Nah, he is. The he's in my top guy. three. Like I yeah. say, this he developed throughout the whole story, and he's still developing. He personifies what improvement is. He improved every time he was on screen, and you can't lie. The golden so age you could say the same thing to oh. uh, about Aaron and Lelouch. Yeah, to be fair. Aaron, Aaron and Lelouch, they the three characters that I put them over that because I put on um, guts over them because we have they have more guts has a more realistic theme to him because you can see a lot of points in guts and you can apply it to your life like you don't have a dream in something i don't really have a dream in like i don't have a particular dream in anything i don't have no point. desire i have no thing and he found and he went out to find that dream then he found casca oh he first found his sword and then his sword became casca and then he lost it all that's the Black one of the biggest plots yeah but that's one of the biggest plots was and he went oh, yeah, on a revenge sure. quest to became I don't know the Black Swordsman, but it was self it was self destructive. Yeah, it it was Guts, not the right choice. Yeah, before we go too deeply into this, like yeah. Guts, definitely that is a very good point that you know his story is a little bit more easy to see for the everyday person, whereas. Aaron's up, up against the world. And up against the world. It's like, yo. Lelouch is up against the world. Like, they're both it's up like against the world. Things, there's two things. They're, they're up against the world. They both like, have master and plans. Kinda, like, yeah, and yeah. it's like, bro, no one's gonna, no regular person, you won't tell me a regular person gonna have a master plan that's gonna, gonna do that. Hey, that's why I like Aaron, because I, I, I think on that type of grand scale, too, as well, so... You will um, tell me you have a grand skill that's going to fuck up the government. government. I've come, I have come up with a lot of plans of actions of what I can do, but I'm not motivated enough to do any of them. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. if I had to say of a person, I'm more like compared to Guts versus Lelouch and Aaron. I'm more like Lelouch and Aaron than Guts. For sure. I'm more of Guts. I'm more of Guts because of how realistic he is and how more he connects with connects with more people. Because in reality, I, not a lot of people have have a lot of big ambitions when they're adults. Adult the adult life is basically hard. I'm 14. I'm not an adult. So I wouldn't yeah. I couldn't really say it. So I'm just interpreting it as it as I see it as. I see it as my yeah, parents. Fair enough, fair enough. It's hard. Right? And you can yeah. maybe say it's hard too. But hey, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but kind of wrapping things up here, um, who is the better side character? Itachi Uchiha, you did not change my mind. Well, I don't know if I changed yours officially, but I'm definitely Itachi all the way. I, there's very few side characters that are really better than Itachi, to be fair. Like, I pick one of the tops. So You pick one of the tops. I pick one of the tops, Dan. Is Farnese yeah. one of the tops? Let me think about it. Yeah, she is, because her development puts most side characters to like to be fair, and I, how, think, I mean, I low you could low key argue she's a main character though. Well, yeah, but she was introduced like 
pretty far, and she doesn't, and she's not, like, gonna be the biggest factors in things. Like, yeah, she'll have big impact moments, but she won't be, like, big factors in the big battles, all that. Like, yeah, all those side battles for the other characters' development, yeah, she'll be in that, but, you know, Guts versus Griffith, Guts versus Zod, Skull Knight versus Zod that we never saw. Um... Would the, you consider, wait, when was she introduced? I don't even remember. She was remember introduced. Chapter? She was introduced. Uh oh, by the way, kind of real side note real quick. Um uh what Our is good was what is good uh gene i did shave i did That's shave i'm growing back on, on my basic hair and chapter, on one go oh, yeah. um, um black sword i have no idea what oh. you just said she was gonna, uh, it's basically the oh it's an episode oh it's the it's basically oh they going off the berserk one oh they going off the anime uh, i mean if she if she's Introduced earlier than I like because there's only what 300 something chapters, 363 right? chapters. So, so I, around I think she was introduced like pretty decent. Not, I mean, was she introduced after 100? I don't think she's introduced she after she was introduced after 100. She definitely introduced because after 100. the first half was Guts's back. That was the like, first half. Was, the first half of was the Black Swordsman arc, aka. Edgy the guts. first half was basically a backstory, to be honest. Like it was like it was. Like, it was no the first was like the first begin, the beginning of the story was the black sword. Then the second part was the golden age. That was the whole backstory, right? So and that was over a hundred chapters. It was it was over a hundred chapters. And so maybe a hundred and it's in the hundred and ninety. Threes. Yeah, I guess it's hard to say she's really a main character. So yeah, I mean she's a main character of this current arc, but yeah, considering like, she yeah. wasn't in the first part. Oh yeah. So, all right. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Ryle said Legato from Defense Devil is a better antagonist and brother than Itachi. I don't know what Defense Devil is at all. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> I have no idea what this that is. I have so heard of that. I don't really have a comment. Uh, but we are talking about best side characters, so you know who knows. You might be right. You might be wrong. Never seen it, so I can't really comment. I don't know if you're right or wrong. Um, I should, we should do this again. We should definitely do this again. I mean, if you have a good enough topic, we definitely do it again. I think eventually I'm gonna have to uh, debate my man. What's his name? James. About oh yeah, James. Ago. Um, James thing. Um, yeah, probably, I'm probably gonna, me and him are probably gonna do it Sunday, maybe? Saturday, Sunday? Sunday? Maybe. I may have to, I may have to get in there. Yeah, probably Sunday. What's the Saturday? Well, Saturday I'm not doing that job no more. So probably Saturday. Probably Saturday. Uh, um... So yeah, Saturday. I don't even know if we're gonna debate because we might. There might be nothing to debate because like, I don't think Ichigo is a bad character. I just think Ichigo. Oh, Ichigo's not a bad character. He's just misunderstood by most of the fans. And... I mean, I just think there's fifty percent of the fans that 
you know, don't understand this character. Them. Yeah, there's like, yeah, I've seen, there's seen, I've seen fans that said, oh, Ichigo's a great antagonist, a great antagonist. I said antagonist, protagonist. Yeah, he's a great, hey, oh, yo, bro, he's a, he's too, com- he's so complex. I'm like, he ain't that complex. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like 50-50 with like, it. I'm like, complex characters are like Guts, Loosh, and like, Aaron. And Aaron. Like, those are three complex characters that we all can say, say is complex. Yeah, because right. like the thing with me, like it's like I said, 50 50. I think 50% say, or let me say it not 50 50, I'll say like 30, 30 something, 30 something, 33, 33, and then 33 just kind of, you know, in the middle. And, you know, a third say he's super, super complex, one of the most complex protagonists of all time. Another third says, nah, he's, he's very simple and doesn't really have any goals. And then obviously another third is like, eh, he's he's good, just not that good. And and the thirty percent of that says that not good, that he's good but not good. They kind they are right. They are. They are. Yeah, right. I mean he's good, like, um, because like I think at the end of the day, people don't understand. Into, no, 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 no. I think people overanalyze characters, and that and then like. I mean, that's fine. You can overanalyze anything you want. There's nothing really wrong with it. Because you can find meaning in legit anything. That's why people think Deku is one of those one of the most like complex characters. Because, like I said, there's three characteristics that that you need to be a good character. Themes are a really good as a very strong one, and that people use to really dive into a character being greater than they are especially the diehard fans like that's why a lot of diehard fans think Ichigo so great because he fits his themes perfectly same with Deku fits his themes perfectly but in terms of character development they have they both have slight development not great development slight development and in inter- entertainment value I think Ichigo is entertaining for different reasons and then Deku eh. so it's like you know Ichigo hits like two out of three, Deku hits like one. Well, each of those more like one and a half out of three, and then Deku's like one and a half out of three as well. No, no, no. Yeah. Ichigo is two and a half out of three. Deku is one and a half out of three. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, I think it's the perfect criteria to measure anime, anime characters, and honestly, I probably should make a video about it. Yeah, so everybody uses it. Yeah, everybody I kind of it's it's that criteria that killed me. It's that criteria that killed me. Because if we're just so, talking character development, then you would win. Oh. Yeah, because like she's be a better. She's like it kept more development, and we all see the development. But it's like the themes of the story and not what she and what she represents. And then how good bad, entertaining but... character. Like, because when it comes to entertainment, it's like. I don't think entertainment really matters because that's all subjective and people find entertainment differently. No, not exactly. So when it comes to um, entertainment, it is subjective, but entertainment is very easy to see. And when it comes to like something that everybody sees, when you see Itachi's backstory, I would say 80, 90% say it's good. Am I wrong? 80, 90%. So it is subjective, but a lot of people are agreeing with it. So there is a calculation to be made when it comes to figuring out what you need to do to make something entertaining. So just because it is subjective doesn't mean that um, just because 
entertainment itself is subjective doesn't mean it can't be a, be a measuring tool to figure out a character because there is a way to write characters to make them entertaining and that's what writers do in order to have good series you know they well, a person picks if they're gonna make a series like uh my hero academia they're gonna have a character like bakugo who's why he is but why he is is very entertaining a lot of people like it they're gonna have characters like um hawks with his story yeah but wouldn't like but wouldn't people like farney's backstory because it explains everything about her and wouldn't it be entertaining to see a character I'll, like her? Um Yeah, like you can't a, lie. You a calcul- you- there's a calcul like I said, there's a calculation to it because uh when it comes to Farnese's story, like the her when she was introduced, the thing about her character, why it wouldn't be as like entertaining as uh, as other She was she was annoying. She was annoying. No, it's because what you have to kind of measure it to her own story. One, she was annoying. Two, Berserk was already a very dark story. Whereas Naruto, something like what happened to Itachi has never been seen before. Whereas Berserk, yeah. something that happened to Farnese seems very plausible uh, to yeah. a lot of people. That's, 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 it, like in Berserk, it's like it's like that's like Monday. That's yeah, that's like a Monday. Whereas you see, you kind of see the difference, like. Barney's just because it's good, it's hard to say it's really that entertaining because it's not that different from what we, we what we already seen. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I thought she was—I didn't even think she was gonna be like one of the permanent cast when she was introduced. Honestly, I was like, oh, just another character with a backstory. You know? So, oh, no, no, no. Like, she she was like, she's interesting because you can see a lot of development and how you can take points from her. That everybody could change, even bad people, and yeah, that would represent. And that would, and and in theory, she would represent that no one's good and no one's bad. That's in theory. Yeah, I mean, that's a very easy thing to see because considering Griffith is the antagonist of the story, and well, he fits that better and than every, anybody. And everybody, and everybody besides Guts and Casca says, "Hey, yo, bro, he's a good person." I'm like, you didn't see the eclipse. Yeah, and then like. Like you said, you think she's entertaining because of her back of her development. So I mean, that is fine. You can, but it seems like you just like the development. There's nothing inherently about her, about what she does, about what her story says that is entertaining. So I don't really. So saying, wait, I feel like you wait. Can, so if in theory, right? If the if entertainment, wouldn't it be like how the fans react to the character, right? No, because the character can a uh, fan could react happy to a character, or they can react. Um, I mean, if a character, if a fan reacts, I guess if you're uh, like judging it based on two senses, positive versus negative, then I would say I guess you could do that. Um, I, I would say you can do that. That's why, like for example, a character in Hunter Hunter, poof. Um, not very not a lot of people like him not a lot of people think he's entertaining but a lot of people think he's a pretty uh very well written character but they wouldn't consider him one of the best antagonists of all time they wouldn't consider one of the best antagonists of his own series because his entertainment value is not there is the his themes is there for sure that's no question um development from start to visions uh doesn't really develop he just kind of stays the same 
And as for like an entertaining character, he has some entertaining moments being like very suave and, you know, because character traits play a big part of it. He was suave, but then he was all like whiny too. And then, you know, very obsessive. Those are not entertaining traits to see for the most part. Like general consensus, people don't like whiny characters, i.e. Deku. So <laughs> he called Deku a whiny. Why are you calling him uh, a whiny character? I'm not call- I wouldn't call him a whiny character. I mean he he cries way too much, bro. Uh, bro, bro, example- bro, bro, bro. That's not an argument on board. That's not an argument. That argument died already. Well, I'm I'm not gonna it rag died. on Deku. I'm not gonna rag on Deku, but a character that I definitely uh, think is whiny and it's no question is Shinji, and you'll never change my mind. He was super whiny. Um that's why I don't think he's entertaining at all. He fits his themes well. Does he develop? I don't even know if he develops. I think he just fits uh, his themes well. That's it. See, fitting your themes well doesn't equal development because any character they're all they're all their own thing. Every Remember, char- they're all their separate have, there's different there's different things. A complete character is somebody that you know is complete and basically doesn't need development. They just develop they just help the um, main character or side guys. So Sinji's more likely a complete character. No, he's not. He fits his themes well, um, and he when a character is the protagonist of the story, not developing is not an excuse. So no, I disagree with that. Um, <laughs> I had an argument, like I had an argument with people on Twitter saying Asa should get development. Mm, Asa has developed. Yeah, he should get more. He should get more. He needs to That's get more I mean. for sure. But to say he hasn't developed is is false. Yeah, is, yeah, he got he got development, but. I said, nah, I said this for Asta. If the story would be a lot better to me if he had a lot, if we seen his insecurities more. I mean, I mean like, as, like, as because he's the only person without magic. Like, I no, mean, like, he's the only right. person so without magic. So, the thing about Asta and, is and he that can't his... do a lot of things that a lot of people could do, even with anti magic. No, the thing yeah, about Asta can... is that his themes don't allow him to be a whiny. Insecure character. He no, I don't mean you don't it. have to. I, you don't have to be. You can be insecure and not whiny. But he also is insecure because he said he mentions it constantly that he. I mean, not constantly, but he's mentioned it before about Mentioning you know it. he didn't he didn't like um the fact that he didn't like magic. He was envious of people at one time, and but he didn't want to have that time. type of mindset anymore. Yeah, but that's just that still shouldn't change. All right, tell me this now. Does insecurity just go away instantly? Yes, when you prove yourself. Yes. One. All right, you're fit. He was fifteen, and now he's seventeen. He's in the. He's seven. He's seventeen. Yeah, and he's proved old, himself. A lot of seventeen-year-olds. One of the greatest are, rookie. Um, he's he's the second best rookie in the Clover Kingdom. Second so, best. You know the best. I but it's already been proven. I don't know about that. <laughs> There's th- that's not even a debate. He was number one rookie. Oh, at that Star Festival, he was the number one rookie. Mm, yeah, but that's like that's the that's the Star Festival where you get all your merit. That's uh, that's not even a debate right there. Yeah. Uh, but like, I still think Austin should have showed a little bit more insecurity. I mean, like you can still like. You know how people are when, like, you you ha- everybody have insecurities about something, right? 
Yeah, but not and everybody so why shows he... insecurities. Yeah, he doesn't have to show it, but he should still. He showed it once, mind. and that's that's yeah. that's enough. I mean, like he should like show it multiple times in the story because I'm like, but there's no it need would be at a... the same time. Considering... It would be because it would he would feel more human. You would feel more. No, more, I feel like you're more relatable. Like, no, would you not no. relate with him more? So the thing is, Asa is the character that had a lot of insecurities when he was young, and obviously he realized that if he ha- kept that same mindset, he would never get anywhere. And then eventually, once he started gaining more, because his family was very kind to him, so he didn't have a bad life. His teammates, his um, yeah, teammates, companions, partners, whatever, very kind to him. So he's constantly living in a very good life. Like obviously he's gonna meet a bad person here and there, but there's nothing really to be insecure about when in every mission you're prov- you're providing results, you're winning fights, and you're getting stronger. So what does Asta have to be insecure about? That I don't really get at that point what he has to be insecure about. I mean about. as like this, right? You could use like, I mean this, right? Asta should be insecure about a lot of things. Like, because like, in the world of Black Clover, there's so many things. There's so many things other than battle. Yes or no? And that has nothing to do with insecure. Well, what does he have that, to be insecure means, about? And that means that he can't learn those things. What, what things? What things he can't learn? Remember how runes? Remember all those cool things? He doesn't need runes. He has anti-magic. Yeah, but it's like he still can't do a lot of things that he can't but do. But he can a lot do of... different. He can do things that other people can't do. Fight people. Anti magic. That is what anti magic. Anti magic is like a f- anti magic. He has anti magic swords, and does he, he can fly. Magic? He can negate magic. He can cut he, magic. He, he can absorb he flies, magic. He flies with anti magic, right? Yes, but he he could he have like could he have a monozone? I mean, he dispelled he dispelled magic around him when he fought Dante. Oh, wouldn't he? Wouldn't that just be like? Wouldn't he just need to coat himself in anti magic? That's what he does in his Devil Union form. Well, wouldn't you just need to coat yourself in like anti magic just to do that? Just to like negate everything around you? He does that when he's in Devil Union. He's coated in anti magic. Okay, but I still think he needs more development. That's the only thing. I I, I think he needs like more development because something has to challenge his beliefs. Because every protagonist and Dante never and Dante had had the right had the right things right there, but he need but we need a backstory. We need a backstory for who Dante. Yeah, okay, I'm the not, dark triad bro, are all gonna bro, get backstories. Bro, I'm not liking that. I'm not liking how he was, bro. It's it's like you had the great, yeah, you know, a cool character. Well, cool as nah, an Xenon was the most badass from the yeah. Xenon kind of sus. See, Xenon kind of sus. Sus? What? He, he kind of sus, bro. He he don't act like them. He don't get the thrill of battle like them. Not everybody has seen... to love battle. Griffith doesn't love battle. He just does what he has to do. Yeah, but it's like he doesn't seem like them. Like no, he said not at all. For the for the benefit of the Spade Kingdom, yes or no? Then he said for the benefit of the Spade Kingdom. Yeah, he's more serious, whereas Dante and Vonnegut are playful. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, why would why would you say that if you want the world to be full with devils? 
Yeah, because he wants the spade king to just be the world that has all saying, the power. And he's saying he's going to kill. Yeah. And he's saying he wants to kill. Yeah, like all the weak ones in the spade kingdom. Yeah. So why he would you do that? Only strong want... people. There's a lot of rulers. There's a lot of rulers that think that way. I mean, even in the real world, they want to just have a like prime example. Hitler. He thought the Jews were all weak. He thought the Jews were all menaces. Did what he did. Um, but it's not a good mindset. That's why Zion is a villain. So, but um, I think it's time to wrap it up here. Um, we did our debate. Change my mind. Anime decision. I would say I'm three and zero. I would. I would. I would say I'm three and zero. Um, yeah. my fourth opponent will be. Um. Talking about maybe I don't know if we'll actually do it because if there's really nothing to debate about, then we won't do it. So, like, well, if me and then others, then others call, call, like comment. Oh, yeah, there are other people that commented. I have to hit back up Sage because he was talking about Ash being a good. Character oh, you mean uh, anime? anime? Yeah, yeah. So I want to see like he was uh arguing that i don't i don't really watch the pokemon anime but what i responded to him is that no matter what ash did he's not better than red i don't care not at all uh, i mean i didn't could, uh broken wrenching uh wrenching um like thing you said what and uh broken uh uh ronin did it asked you something um, me and him can't find a, something to debate about because, like, he, we have very similar opinions. <laughs> so, um, I would say, uh, I said, I remember I said that Yuji kind of goal and like life seems a little unrealistic. Me, Yuji's goal. Like, no, I feel like Yuji's goal is very realistic. I mean, I like, have, I have I legit mean, like, the same goals. Like, not gonna lie. Wait, what I, you mean? Like, what you mean? His goal is that he wants to make sure he, when he dies. You know he has people around him. I'm like, you're not afraid. No, of that's that. not even. No, that's not even all. All that's it. Like, when, from what the anime showed, I don't know if anything's different in the manga, but from what it said when the anime, the big thing from what I got from it is that he wants to die the way he wants to. He wants to. Yeah, but you know, like, he wants to do good in life. He wants to live death life in because a, death is not on somebody's mind most of the time. People don't think about death most of the time, right? I know that when I die, I just want to make sure I die, I die without regrets. And same thing as Yuji. Seems like he wants to die without I, regrets too. I don't. I'm not thinking about my death right now. But you're 14, have, so that's fine. I have six years. I have six hey, years until I'm. You're uh, when I was your age, I wasn't thinking about death. Oh, was I? I have a very interesting mindset. I'm a, so I'm very different from most people and how they think. But I think when I was 14, I didn't think about that. So. You shouldn't really worry about it. But I would say most... I wouldn't even say that. I, I feel like I just have that type of mindset. I just feel like Yuji's goal is very... Mo, one of the most relatable goals I've ever seen. So. More relatable than I just want to protect everybody. Because I don't want to protect everybody all the time. So. Nah. That's like every... That's like almost every standing character. Like, stop, that's, a, that's not... Uh, that's mostly the best standing characters. Basically yeah, Ken Kaneki's goal is something I vibe with. Protect and Aaron too. Protect the people that you care about. <laughs> Guts is the same. <laughs> exactly. I vibe. Yeah, I don't with know. You. I don't know. I don't know. This is kind of that's one of the character trait 
Seinen's have protect the people you feel is most. Because Seinen are not goal driven. It's very, it's very like there's something in the plot that's driving the story forward. So that's the difference. Whereas Shonen is the protagonist is driving the story forward. So I, yeah. I think that's the prime difference. But I think it's time to end it here. Um, appreciate you coming on, bro. Well, um, I'm luckily, at... luckily, I didn't say anything about some debate about Berserk's the greatest manga. A lot of people think that, honestly. I mean, so, I mean, that's nothing wrong because, honestly, the contenders are Berserk, Attack on Titan, and One Piece to me. So, hmm? One Piece? Of course. One I Piece We're Vagabond, bro. We're Vagabond. I, don't, I haven't read Vagabond. I dropped it after, like, the second chapter. First chapter? I don't know. For a series that does, if a series doesn't have an ending, then that's taking huge points away. Huge points away. Berserk don't have an ending. Yeah, but Berserk might end. Whereas Vagabond definitely won't end. Nah, 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 nah. He said that he doesn't have. Bro, he could end. He could end. Nah, nah. I've I've heard that it's on a permanent hiatus. That's what I've heard. So. Um, yeah, because he lost inspiration. Yeah, so Vagabond's never ending, whereas Berserk, it could still end. Where One Piece is definitely going to end. Like, bro, Berserk will end where maybe, uh, like, when you're in your 30s, I'm in, like, my 26, like, 26 something. Yeah, but that's fine. At least Berserk will could potentially end. Like, since it still has that opportunity, yeah. But if a manga is never going to end, it will never be the greatest. I don't care. No, like, no, 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 an no. An ending no, no, to a series. I mean, like, bro, because no, important. it has the arguments because. You never, if you read, if you keep read, if you keep reading, right, you will literally see a lot of themes that is pretty pretentious for no. greatness. And you, hey, can see what's a the lot of what's the what's the point of a story? The story, there's three parts of a story that makes a story complete: okay. the beginning, beginning, middle, and end. The middle, like you said, and the end. If it does not have an end, it's not a complete story. It cannot be the greatest. That is, oh, literally, it. that's all it is to it. Literally nothing else besides that. Like you cannot be the greatest if you do not have an ending. Like Code Geass, the only like not the only, but one of the main reasons why Code Geass is so greasy because he has the best ending in all of anime. Yeah. The ending is very important. Attack on Titan's ending next month. One Piece is definitely ending someday. Berserk might end. If it never ends, and we're gonna have a whole different argument about how good of a uh, how where his greatness kind of stack up, but bro, Berserk- it's like I it's like this. Guitar Mirror is like fifty. He fifty. He no, he's in his fifties. Like he's literally in his fifties, and he was born before me and you was born. Like how old are you? Like twenty four, twenty five. Um, like, twenty three. Are uh, you twenty three? So he was born before me and you. Right? Okay. And he was born before my brother. My brother's 28. This manga's been going yeah. on for over 33 years? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. 33 years. Right. I don't know, and people still want to buy it. What, I don't know manga? about you, but... I don't know about you, but if Vagabond? people still want to... No. no. Vagabond's been, like, a longer... Been like, people oh, still you're talking buy about Vagabond. Berserk. Now, like I if, said, Berserk is not going to be out... Of, just because it's... Getting bought, that's fine. But I'm never going to put it as the great number one manga without an ending makes no sense. You're not the number one manga of all time without an ending. That is never, that doesn't make any sense. 
That's like mm. the best movie ever, just not having an ending. Like that's like the best TV series ever, not having a finale. Like it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't SpongeBob have that? Doesn't SpongeBob have SpongeBob that? is not the best cartoon ever. What? <laughs> I don't. Know. I know. What? Well, I, I Avatar. Excuse me. Teen Titans. Excuse <laughs> me. What? I I owe now. Avatar is just like you can't even classify it. Can you even no, but it is Avatar? a cartoon, so there's no other question there. Like, come is on. Isn't Avatar? Doesn't Avatar count as an anime no, <laughs> or something? It, no, it doesn't. It's oh. a cartoon. But oh, like, wait, wait. Wait, didn't Tom? No, I saw on a forum. Didn't Tom and I heard somebody say, "Yo, Tom and Jerry was on an anime list." Um, there that. could be a Tom and Jerry anime version, but Tom and Jerry is not an anime. No. Um, wait, what is, like, wait, wouldn't Tom and Jerry be the best? Um, no, thing? nobody's gonna say Tom and Jerry is the best cartoon. They're literally gonna say it's either Avatar, Teen Titans. What other Teen cartoons? Titans don't have a great. Teen Titans ending sucks. <laughs> you go tell me how many seasons of Teen Titans had? I don't know, but you said Two. Teen Titans ending sucked. Bro, you won't tell but me. But I, I mean, I, you can say whatever you, you can say whatever you want about the ending. At least it has one. You bro, need you an ending. Bro, you you need an ending. It doesn't matter. If the ending isn't good, then like, what's the point? It makes it because if so there's no conclusion to the story, there's there's that a whole big hole in the story. Like, you need a conclusion to your story. At that point, like, you just do. Um. Yeah, so Vagabond will never be around my top, but I haven't read it, so it could be like top 10, but it never will be number one be having no ending. That is for sure. Nah, you gotta change, you gotta read, bro. You gotta reread, you gotta reread, bro. That's all reading that. Bro. I'll read, I'll read it, but it doesn't matter how good the story is. If it doesn't have an ending, it's not gonna be number one. Like, it's that simple. Bro, you gotta read it, bro. How, you gonna, leave, how you gonna end, how you gonna end the, the manga world? with a cliffhanger? That doesn't make sense. Some some people do that. Some who, <laughs> some who does that? Nobody does that. Who, no, who does hey, that? Hey yo, bro. Hey yo, bro. You can literally say this. If Kantaramir could have left the Berserk on the Golden Age off, you can literally say that. If it ends yeah. at a finale point where you can consider it an ending, is different. Like Hunter Hunter anime, you can consider that as the ending. Even though the manga is still going, but you can consider that an no, ending because no. it looked like the story. You can wrap up the story like that. Whereas, oh, if you're reason. actually in the middle of a plot and you are stopped writing, then no, 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 bro, 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 that makes no please sense. Don't, please don't bring up Hunter and Hunter because you you remember you know that um post on Twitter where they said Hunter X Hunter coming back from twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was uh like a. That was a post made in like 2016. 2016. Remember that? Yeah, people still repost that. Pe- re- redo that. They like to troll the Hunter Hunter fans. But hey, anyway, t- I got to wrap it up now. Um, Time to wrap it up. Appreciate everybody who came and listened in, of course. And if you're rewatching, your boy is 3 0. And. We'll see when the next Change My Mind debate series comes out. Maybe I can make, maybe I'll make this a weekly thing. Who knows? Um, if I do, I'll keep everybody updated on the YouTube channel. So, hope you guys enjoyed and make sure you participate in the giveaway if you're listening. Um, and win $25 for free. Just follow these steps in 
my last two videos. There are giveaways in my the pinned comment for my last two videos. Make sure to do it. Free money, $25. Just got to do what you got to do. Pretty easy. Free money. <laughs> free money. Who doesn't like free money? I, I, I do. I, I do. Exactly. Exactly. So, hope you guys enjoy.